Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. I'm going to the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 26. We'll begin with verse 1, reading down through verse 5. 2 Chronicles 26. Praise the Lord. It's so good to see everybody in the house of the Lord today. Appreciate your smiling face. Hallelujah. Appreciate your smiling face. The word of the Lord says in verse 1 of 2 Chronicles 26, Then all the people of Judah took Uzzah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in the room of his father, Amazah. He built Eloth and restored it to Judah. After that, the king slept with his fathers. Sixteen years old was Uzzah when he began to reign, and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jacola of Jerusalem, and he did that which was right. You know, that's a rare thing about the kings of the Old Testament. He did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father, Amazah, did. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah. Mark that. He sought God in the days of Zechariah, who understood the visions of God as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. This morning, my, my assignment is to teach and preach on the blessed life. The blessed life. Would you say, I want it? I need it. I want the blessed life. Lord, we love you today and we thank you. Oh, church, let's lift up our voice. Hallelujah. Let's praise him in this house. Hallelujah. We love you today. You are so wonderful. God, let your word be a light unto our path today. Help us in this moment. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Be seated. If you miss everything else I say today, get this. God wants you to be blessed more than you want to be blessed. God wants you to be blessed more than you want to be blessed. God told Abraham, he said, I will bless thee and I will make thy name great and you shall be a blessing. There it is. I'm blessed not to just be great. I'm blessed not to just have have great things in my life. 
we are blessed, we are blessed to be a blessing. Any blessing that God gives us is to turn again and be a blessing. The Lord said to the psalmist, he said, The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion, and thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. You will see the good. We have it easy to see the bad sometimes, but the Lord said, you will see the good. All the, that's a blessed life. If I can see the good all the days of my life, that's a blessed life. Jesus told his disciples one time, fear not, little flock, for it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God wants you to be blessed. Turn to somebody and tell them God wants you to be blessed. Paul wrote to the Philippians and he said, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. God's design for his people is to be a blessed life. He has for us a blessing that is beyond our comprehension. He wants to bless you. I hope you get that in your spirit today. Well, the Lord never does anything. Yes, he does. Are you breathing this morning? Amen. He does some good things. Let me remind you that the same God of Acts chapter 2 is the same God that can still do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. There is nothing wrong with God's supply. His store doesn't have empty shelves. He doesn't have a, 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 a pastor uh, had an accident at camp. Uh, his truck was damaged at camp, and uh, he's still waiting on the grill to the front of his truck to come in. Uh, you know, that's a problem of the day. You got to wait, and this is not coming. In. Oh, it's there, but I don't know where it is, and it's on some boat, or it's someplace, or it's, you know, <clears throat> that's the mentality of today's market. But God's market is that you could pick his mercy today, and there will be new mercy tomorrow. For his mercies are new, according to the word of God, every day. You could get blessed with abundant blessing. God can heal you today and he can heal you tomorrow. God can touch your mind today and there's no end to that. God can provide for your needs, amen, according to the riches, according to heaven's bank. And when God does something out of heaven's bank, it, there is no diminishing. It's like, it's like the, the blessing of the young lad's lunch. Amen, that it just continues to multiply. God can take something little and bless you because there's nothing wrong with God's supply. The psalmist said in, or rather Proverbs 10 and 22, I love this, Proverbs 10 and 22, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he adds no sorrow. He adds no sorrow with it. His blessings, amen, comes with such a, an anointing and a power is that there is no sorrow. Have you ever been blessed by somebody? <clears throat> Years ago when we evangelized, we would get blessed by cookies and, and, and food. And uh, we got blessed. One of the first places that we were preaching is that we got blessed by this lady that made us some cookies. And the pastor's wife said, don't eat them. 
It's a blessing we did not ask for. Said she's very unclean. And, and so, so uh, we put it in the trash. Well, the next service, you can imagine that lady comes up to uh, my lovely new wife of just a week, and she says, did you like my cookies? And Sister Gill, with the wisdom of, of Sister Walls, said, things like that don't last long around our house. <laughs> the next service, she come again with a blessing that had sorrow with it. That same blessing hit the same place. It hit the spot. Yes, that spot. Uh, we didn't name our trash can spot, but it was a good idea. But the blessing of the Lord doesn't make you sorrowful with it. It may not come like you think. It may not be what you expect, but it'll always be what you need. Man, somebody could just shout on that. It will always be what you need. <clears throat> King Uzziah arrived at the throne at the young age of 16. Subsequently, because of the length of his reign, he had the longest reign as a king over Israel in Israel's history. Why? He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. From the beginning, his heart was set toward God. He did the right thing. Somebody say, do the right thing. If you want a blessed life, you got to do the right thing. Amen. Our decisions sometimes is what gets us into trouble. Our actions is what gets us into trouble. He sought the Lord. I sought the Lord. And then the Bible said he sought God in the days of Zechariah who understood the visions of God. Let me tell you, the blessed life for those who seek the Lord, who do the right thing, who seek the Lord, and who have a man of God in their life that can speak to them and help them because they see what God is doing. Oh, praise be to God. He connected to a prophet. No one is too big. No one of us is too spiritual. No one of us is too, including myself, none, none of us uh, can live without a man of God in their life, without a prophetic voice, without a voice that can say the wisdom of God and speak the plan of God and the direction of God in our life. As long as King uh, uh, Uzziah had prophetic revelation, and as long as he sought the Lord, God blessed him. God blessed him. Amen. This story gives for us four keys to living a blessed life. So I've, I've got a four-part sermon that has a beginning and an ending. Will you hang with me? All right. Four keys to living the blessed life. Number one, key number one. It may seem like it's small and it may seem elementary, like this is a duh moment, but someone who has a prayer life is going to be, have a blessed life. Key number one, if you want to be blessed in your life, have a prayer life. Have a conversation with God. Uh, there's a lot of people today who have a, a, a mechanical just go through the motions, prayer, and out comes the casual prayer of Lord bless, lead, and guide. Lord bless, lead, and guide. Amen. That's great, but do we really approach the one that can supply our every need with just simply a generality of Lord bless, lead, and guide? 
Or do we take our prayer to him in faith and say, heaven's bank is going to supply my need. His storehouse is going to meet my need. Oh, praise the Lord today. Hallelujah. We, we a lot of time want God to answer as long as we have control over the circumstance and the provision. Lord, we want you to supply blessing, and this is how you're going to do it. This is what's going to happen. We want God to bless us on comparative terms, on personal terms, amen, on our timetable. I like what Bishop Bird said about God being an on-time God. We, 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 we can't just put a, a limitation on, on how and when God shows up, but he will show up. Amen. Hold on. Be blessed. Amen. Well, it didn't happen today. The Lord said it. Huh. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you, you can, you can get a word from God and it not come to pass for 20 years. Not come to pass for a, a, a long time. Let me just share with you a, a story uh, uh, in our ministry, the prophetic word that came to us. We were pastoring in a location south of here. <clears throat> All of them were south of here, by the way. But we were pastoring in a church and a a, a prophetic voice, a a man who was a prophet, the one that laid hands on Sister Gill, and we had two children. And the last time we went there, she said, that's enough. But this, this, this brother prophesied to us, in essence, you are going to pastor a multicultural church. Well, we were in Louisville at the time when we had one black man. And I thought, oh, hallelujah, there's a lot of multicultural around Louisville. We're going to have a multicultural church. Never happened. God moved us to North Carolina. And when we got to North Carolina, it was 50% multicultural. You had 50% about white folks and the rest of them were from a different nationality. What God was seeing, it was a piece of puzzle that didn't fit my plan but it fit his. Then we got a word from the Lord from from Sister Dorothy, uh, uh, the the friend of Sister Walls and Brother Walls, uh, and she said, I want you to tell Brother Gill and Sister Gill, tell them God's going to give them men. God's going to give them men, faithful men of God. God's going to, and and we didn't have uh, but a handful of faithful men. Oh, God's going to bring us in faithful men. We are going to have mighty faithful men of God. We're going to be blessed with faithful men of God. Never happened. Then God sent us to Medora, and we have a church full of faithful men of God. Don't put God's blessing in your box and say, this is the way it's going to be. This is how it's going to look. Let him do it, and it'll always be true. It'll always be what you need. It will always come to pass. Amen. God is the blesser. If we'll just get our hands off of the circumstance and the outcome. But prayer is the key. And Jesus is our number one example. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7. Hebrews 5 and 7. Speaking of Jesus... The writer says, who in the days of his flesh, when he offered up, look, prayers and supplication with strong crying and tears unto him who was able to save him from death. 
and was heard in that he feared. Mark this, Jesus prayed in the days of his flesh. As God, there was no need for him to pray. But as man, he showed us the need to pray. His prayers were abundant and diverse because he offered up prayers, plural, and he offered up supplications, plural. That speaks of diversity of prayer. That speaks of not just getting into a a pigeonhole of how you're going to pray or a pious routine. He prayed with fervor. He prayed with emotion. For it said, he prayed with strong crying and tears. I want to tell you that sometimes a good, calm prayer in your head will do wonders. Sometimes a soft-spoken prayer under the Lord will do wonders, or even like Hannah who moved her mouth and nothing come out. But also, it is the fervent prayer that God looks for. It's, it's the passionate prayer. It is the prayer that, 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 that is, comes with some tears, that comes with some crying, not just some crying, but some strong crying. Our Lord prayed that way. So should we. He prayed to the one that was able to save. He prayed. He prayed. His prayer was heard because of his submission For the Bible said he was heard in that he feared. Jesus teaches us that if we want to receive the blessing of God, the answer from God, we need desperate supplication coupled with strong crying, with tears and praying out of submission to God's authority. Amen. Some of the things that people pray about for blessings is not even in the will of God. And it's dangerous to pray that way. We need to pray, Lord, your will be done. I want you to show me. I, I, I need this in my life. I want this in my life. Oh, God, but, but your will be done. God, and I'm not going to put you in a box, and I'm not going to just simply say that I'm going to control the circumstance, but you are in control of pouring out the blessing, and I want a breast life, so I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. <clears throat> there is a blessing in passionate prayer. There's a blessing in passionate prayer. Psalm 5 and 1, give ear to my words, O Lord, and consider my meditation. Listen to this. Hearken unto the voice of my cry. My King and my God, unto thee will I pray. He said, in my voice shalt thou hear in the morning. Oh, Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Lord, I prayed and you heard my voice. God responds to a passionate cry. God responds to a passionate cry. God responds and blesses personal, persistent prayer. Because Paul wrote in Ephesians 6 and 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance. Somebody say, stay at it. 
I want a blessed life. I want to stay at my prayer life. I want to pray and continually pray unto him because that next verse says, and as for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. I am going to pray boldly so I can speak boldly. I am going to pray fervently so I can speak fervently. Don't let the devil run you over like a, a, a steamroller or, or make you feel like you are a failure and a, and a doormat because you don't seem to get what you need. Rise up, brother and sister, and begin to pray boldly that you may speak boldly. You may speak boldly. It is the prayer in the Spirit. It is the prayer for all occasions, with all kinds of prayers, that gets God's attention. How many can pray in the car? Anybody pray in the car? Got a lot of driving to do on the job? You can pray in the car. Pray in the Walmart checkout. You better pray in the Walmart checkout. Pray wherever with all kinds of prayers. Amen. We have people today that are living off repetitious prayers. They're praying things, the same thing over and over again because they've been taught to just simply recite their prayer. There is no faith in it. There is no power or passion in it. Amen. It ought to come from your belly. It ought to come from your heart to just simply pray unto the Lord with a... How many of you moms and dads remember when your child was hungry? When that little baby was hungry? Did he just stand up and say, hey, mom and dad, if you get the time, just a matter of, is that let little baby get hungry? All right. Does she just, you know, kind of whimper a little bit? Or does she full-fledged cry? It's there. How can, how can a little thing like that have any, any vocal cords to, to, to be that so loud and so piercing? And you had babies, didn't you? What is it saying? It's saying, I'm praying. I'm praying, Mom and Daddy, hear me. Because I can't go to the refrigerator and get what I need, but they can go and get it and bring it to me. I'm praying because only God can meet my need. Only God can supply this because I can't get it to myself Without his help. We want a blessed life. Better pray. We better pray. James said it like this. and He said, is James 5 and 13. James 5 and 13. Is there any among you afflicted? <laughs> Doesn't that make you feel good? Hey, you afflicted one. You're afflicted. Oh, praise God. The word afflicted there means troubled. Is there anyone troubled? Let him do what? Let him do what? Complain? Man, some people carry a, <clears throat> a notebook, a three-ring binder full of their woes and their troubles, and instead of praying about it, they complain about it. That's not here. That's one of those churches down south I used to pastor but we complain. No. Is there anyone troubled? Let him pray. Is any a merry among you? Let them sing psalms. Is any sick among you? 
Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer, the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. And the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Hallelujah. That goes right back to the beginning. Is there any afflicted among you? Then get busy and be fervent about your prayer. There is power in that prayer will bring a blessed life. Power, uh, uh, prayer is a key to a blessed life. Amen. We got to be like Jacob. Lord, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. I'm not going to stop praying until it happens. Uh, Lord, I want to be like the, the, the widow that went to the unjust judge. And, and she said, I'm keep going asking. I'm going to be here every day. I'm going to be praying every day. I'm going to be here. Why? Because the blessings come by prayer. Hallelujah. Oh, thank the Lord today for his 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 word to us. Matter of fact, key number two is the word of God. Somebody say, the word of God. Media, I'm jumping down to Revelation chapter 1 and verse 3. Revelation 1 and 3. The Bible says, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things that must shortly come to pass, and he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who recorded, who bear record of the word of God. Somebody say the word of God. And of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Then look at verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth. You want to be blessed? Right here. Right here. The blessings of the Lord comes from this word. Notice, notice it doesn't say, oh, great Bible scholars. It does not say, blessed is he that understand it. <laughs> First of all, I don't know that anybody's got a corner on the market on Revelation. But blessed is he that reads it. Blessed is he that gets connected to it. The blessed life is a word life, a prayer life and a word life. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord today for that. Look at, look at some, some scriptures. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein when you need it. Meditate therein when there's a crisis. When you got an interesting subject to study. No, he says meditate. That means to think about it throughout your day and by intentional Amen. Process. Think about it day and night. And then that you may observe to do according to all which uh, uh, is written therein. And then, and then, and then, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then shalt thou have good success. A blessed life is a word life. A blessed life is a word life. A blessed life is a word life. You're looking for some kind of uh, 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 steps to having a good life, and, and you'll find books aplenty that talks about this step and that step. I'm just giving you four. And number one is prayer, and number two is the word of God. Can you thank the Lord for his word this morning? 
He said, if you'll get the word in you, you will have a prosperous life. You will have a blessed life. Oh, God, I claim that today. Romans 15, 29. And I am sure that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessings of what? The gospel. The gospel. Amen. Did I give you Romans 15, 29? If I didn't get that, I want, I want y'all to look at this. Because the blessings come from the word. Getting in the word. Studying the word. Believing the word. Oh, it doesn't matter if you're like Pastor Dylan and you got a Hispanic word. You got the Bible in, in, in Spanish. There you go. You got the Bible in Spanish. You got the Bible in English. And I, 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 can't, I can't understand Spanish, and I have a hard time understanding English. But if I can get the word in me, if I can get the word in me, oh, I can be prosperous and I can bless. For I am sure that when I come unto you, Paul said, I shall come in the fullness of the blessings of the gospel. That's the word of God. The fullness of the blessings of the gospel of Christ. Amen. We look for some kind of simple potion and we look for some kind of formula or we look for some kind of quick pill that we could take to help us to have a blessed life. We see so-and-so blessed and, and, <clears throat> and I'm not talking about money and prosperity. I'm just talking about the goodness of the Lord and we wonder what it is. Well, there's nobody that's going to be blessed without this in their life, the Word of God. <clears throat> in Exodus 15, 26, he said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of thy God and do that which is right in his side and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. Somebody say word. Listen to this. I will put none of these diseases upon thee which, thou had, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that heals you. It's something that I begin to understand the older I get. And that is some decisions I made when I was younger, I'm paying for now. Anybody want to be transparent with pastor today? Some of the things that happened in my life, I'm dealing with now. Some things because of heredity. Some things because I made silly decisions what I ate. Oh, now I'm preaching. No, no, I'm meddling. I'm meddling because apostolics, we can talk about what we wear and what we don't wear, but don't talk about what we eat. <laughs> Praise God. You're catching me at a moment right now. I'm learning that I need to change my diet. Because notice what he said. Can you put that verse back up, please? Can you put that verse back up, please, for me? Notice he said, I, if you do this, I will put no diseases on you. We want to claim promise of God and still eat, drink. Oh, man. Have sorry habits of sleep. I'm preaching to pastor right now. Somebody say, you got it, pastor. That's you. That's you. 
But if you'll study that, it means you need to know what the Word says about eating healthy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm moving on because I'm getting under conviction. <laughs> the Lord promised us that His Word will teach us how to live healthy. How to live healthy. And it's not eating McDonald's every day. Sorry. Man, where did I get off on that? We need to be very careful that we are not just informed of the Word, but that we're obeying the Word. We need to be careful not that we're just simply knowledgeable of the Word. There's a lot of people that have knowledge and understanding, can quote Scripture, chapter and verse, but they're not blessed because they don't live the Word. If you'll live the Word, then you will also be blessed by that Word. Can we thank the Lord for the Word today? Number three, first of all is prayer. Second, the Word. The key to a blessed life is obedience through faith. Obedience. Somebody say obedience. Haggai chapter 2, verse 18. Consider now from this day and upward, from the fourth and the twelfth day of the ninth month, even from the day that the foundation of the Lord's temple was laid, consider it. Consider this. Is the seed yet in the barn? As yet the vine and the fig tree and the pomegranate and the olive tree hath not brought forth. From this day I will bless you. What is he saying? As long as the seed is in the barn, it is not going to produce a harvest. But if you'll take that seed of obedience, <clears throat> of following God, if you'll take that seed and say, I want a harvest and I'm going to obey his word because he said he would bless me and I'm going to get the seed out of the barn and I'm going to put it in the ground and I'm going to believe that it's going to come up a harvest. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You don't sow one thing and reap something else. You sow what you plant. And so you have to get the seed out of the barn and put it in the ground. Everybody say obedience. That's obedience. These farmers are having a great crop this year, as I understand, but they would have nothing, Brother Joe, if they never put seed in the ground. Oh, thank God. It is our obedience that is a key to blessing. It is a key that brings, the key that brings obedience. You remember the story of Deborah and Barak, Judges 4 and 14. Deborah, the voice of the Lord, said unto Barak, Up, up, for this is the day which the Lord hath delivered Caesarea into thy hand. Is not the Lord gone out before thee? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor and 10,000 men after him. Now is the time, Deborah says, now is the time to take action. Now is the time to follow the leading of the Lord. God will give us blessings and God will give us victories if we'll just simply obey. We can't sit back on our seat and God has told us, if you'll do this, I'll bless you. And we just sit there and never do that and still want his blessings. If we want blessings, we have to obey what he's told us to do. 
That's enough to make anybody shout, so go right ahead. Shout and praise God, for obedience is your pathway to blessings. Let me jump to Isaiah 1 and 18. Isaiah 1 and 18. Come now. Let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If somebody, if you if you got your Bible, I want you to circle, highlight, highlight the word if. These blessings are promised to us if we be willing and obedient. If we will be willing and obedient, we shall eat of the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Amen. A, a great majority of God's promises are based upon that two-letter word, if. What is if? Obedience. If we will obey, we will be blessed. If we will obey, we will be blessed. Oh, praise be to God. In, in 1 Chronicles uh, <clears throat> 22 and 13, he says, Then thou... Then shalt thou prosper if thou takest heed to fulfilling the statutes and judgments of the Lord. Uh, charge uh, the Lord charge Moses with concerning Israel: Be strong and of good uh, courage; dread not, nor be dismayed. If you will do this, you will be prosperous. Uh, oh, thanks be to God! First Kings two and three, and keep the charge of the Lord, and walk in His ways, and keep His statutes uh, and His judgments, uh, His commandments and His judgments uh, and His testimonies. And as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest Prosper in all that you do. Oh, praise be to God. If I've got the word and I'll do the word, I'm promised a blessed life. Somebody say, that's for me. If I'll obey the word. I have found a lot of times, Sister Gill and I have had people, we've said this before, we're not counselors, but we do know the word and believe the word. And the word is what gives us wisdom sometimes to make decisions. We've had people that have come to us and, oh, pastor, we have this and we have that. And, and a lot of times they just want to tell their story and we'll listen. They're not even really asking for wisdom or asking for advice. But sometimes you give advice that you feel is, is serious and it's the Lord. And then weeks and months later, they come back. We still have the same problem. Well, did you... Follow the word of God? No. Well, you can't expect God to do something different if we don't have obedience in our heart. We obey, the blessings come. We obey. How many of you are going to let your, your, your child act like a hoodlin and you're still going to provide something that they want? No, you're not having that because you're acting. Doesn't that principle work in your house? If it doesn't work in your house, you need to change your house rules. Amen. Don't bless them because y'all caught me today. You caught me. Praise the Lord. In Exodus chapter 23 and 22. Exodus 23, 22. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then, then, I will be an enemy unto thy enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries. 
Now that was a promise given to Israel, but also to us as well. God said, if you'll obey my voice, I'll stand for you and you're going to have victory. So we have a blessed life. It's a prayer life. A blessed life is a word life. And a blessed life is an obeying life. Somebody say amen. amen. Key number four. <clears throat> the thing that I believe opens up the blessings is sacrificial giving. Key number four. Prayer, the word, obedience, sacrificial giving. God desires to give to us liberally, amen, when we do the same thing to others. He wants us to forgive liberally, then he forgives liberally. But he wants us, us to give, amen, of our living. If we want a blessed life, we got to give of our living. Somebody say amen. amen. Malachi 3 and 10. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, the, into the storehouse, that there may be meat <clears throat> in my house. And prove me now, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out, pour you out a, a blessing. Somebody say blessing. If I want to be blessed, <clears throat> I've got to understand the principle of sacrificial giving. I will bless you. He said in the next verse, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. Oh, praise be to God. If I will pour out to him in tithe and offering, he said, I'll not only bless you, I'll rebuke the devourer. There are things that maybe God will show us in, 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 in forever. <clears throat> but there are things and stories that we may never know that God said, stop before you get there. Stop. No, you can't. You can't. You can't work in this home. You can't be in the, the, this devourer that's coming up. I'm going to get them. Then the Lord said, no, because I have a principle of blessings for those that give, amen, sacrificially. I have found this to be true. How about you? Deuteronomy 14, 28. At the end of three years, thou shalt bring forth all the tithe of thy increase the same year, and thou shalt lay it up within thy gates. And the Levites, because he hath no part nor inheritance with thee, and the stranger and the fatherless and the widow, which are, writ, are within thy gates, shall come, and ye shall eat and be satisfied that the Lord thy God may bless thee in all thy work of thy hand wherewith thou doest. He said, if you will be generous, I'm going to be generous. Let's love the Lord for that. Let's love the Lord for that. <clears throat> the promise to the blessed is this, Psalm 1 and 3, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. God wants to bless you. God wants you to have a blessed life. God wants you to have a blessed life more than you want to have a blessed life. Hallelujah. So if we're hungry to receive his blessings, we will go out and we'll simply do four things. Pray. Number one, pray. Number two is 
the word. Number three. Number four, giving. In those four things, you will find that when Uzziah did them, when Uzziah had that in his heart, the Lord said, I keep him to be prosperous. I want to be blessed. It's not about driving a Rolls Royce or living in a million-dollar mansion. Let's just make it ten. Why? I want to be blessed. But when I look at my grandchildren, when I saw our little grandkids worshiping the Lord, two years old, I'm blessed. I am blessed. When I see my son being used in the ministry, I'm blessed. When I watch, as for just somebody mentioned Bishop's name in the meeting, and the men gave him a standing ovation, I'm blessed. When I look at your face, when I consider the joy of being able to pastor in this church, I'm blessed. Are you blessed today? Why don't you stand on your feet right now and begin to give him thanks. Oh, you may not have everything you want right now and there are things that have gone wrong, but we're still blessed. We're still blessed. Lord, let me, let me, Lord Jesus, keep my focus on prayer Lord, let me keep my focus on your word. Lord, let me keep my focus, oh God, on obedience. Not just looking at what others are doing or not doing, but me, oh Lord. It's me, oh God, that I've got to be focused in on obedience, Lord Jesus. And oh God, to be sacrificial in my giving. Lord, faithful in tithes. Faithful, Lord, in giving, Lord Jesus. And you said that you would open up the windows of heaven and pour a blessing upon us. So today we give you praise. Hallelujah. Come on and lift your voice for a few moments here. Let's praise him in this house. Lord, I praise you today. Lord, I praise you today. I don't think we ought to miss a moment. I think you need to come to the altar if you can. And let us just give God praise for what he has done in, in our lives. Let's be thankful to him. Let's bless his name. For he is good. Hallelujah. May you be blessed in the city. May you be blessed in the field. May you be blessed in your storehouse. May you be blessed in your family. May your home. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorchurch.com to learn more about our ministry.